This is my own private domicile and I will not be harassed! Bitch! Gangsters, what's up guys? What's the grant to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? Get the world by the tail! Fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. Cute as shit. Oh, 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 skip, skip, skip. If you don't chew big red, then f you. That's so horny. Could you imagine if I hit the old water pipe with that thing? Oh. Great cash, homie. Three, two, one, let's fuck! Everybody's got to hear the shit on W Balls, W Balls, W Balls. Everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good whatever time of the day it is. Can you dig it? I can. My name is Sam LaCrosse and welcome to a quick and dirty episode of the Do Not Listen to This Podcast. So I had not visited this article that I'm going to share with you guys today in a very long time because when I wrote it, I was so let's let's quick to backtrack. Let's get some context here. I have one, I have a pretty decent sized family. I have eight cousins and, you know, three siblings, including myself and then my, my two siblings. So there's 11 of us and grand, grandchildren in the side of the family that I mostly interact with. So there's 11 grandchildren and the youngest of the grandchildren are just now graduating high school. My, in about a month, I will be going back to Ohio to Cincinnati to my youngest cousin's grad party. Very exciting. She's going to play college basketball. It's going to be great. So I devised this list probably about four years ago and started giving it around because when I was halfway through, I figured, you know, to my cousins, I don't really, you know, I talk to them a lot. I have good relationships with most of them. So I, I talk with them a lot. I kind of, you know, I don't really feel like it's necessary to give them money, but I feel like, you know, what I can do is be as real with them as possible about kind of what my experience is like, what to expect, what their parents are not going to tell them, what they're not going to learn on a college tour. And I put a list together, wrote it up, gave it to him in an envelope, gave him some money as well, but also gave him this. And the feedback, well, not only my cousins, I gave it to you know numerous you know younger friends that I had and everything else. And the feedback on this when they got it was pretty uni universally positive, which was actually very shocking to me. But I think there's a lot of confusion with a lot of kids where they either go in with really high expectations or really off expectations about what college is actually like, everything else. And granted, this list is not very exhaustive. I don't even know. I, I like I said, I haven't looked at this article in about two years since it's been you know a while since I've given out this list. But they've said it's pretty good, and so I am about a month away from my last person that I really care about graduating high school. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's not true. But the last immediate family member I have that is graduating high school, going into college. So I came up with the fifteen keys. Listened to DJ Khaled a bit too much probably before making one of these things. I was. You know, I don't know. That was back in the time where he was still tolerable, I guess. But anyway, wanted to make this list up and just get it out really quick for people to have an audio version. Maybe we can mass distribute it to all negative seven people listening to this podcast. So without further ado, here we go. So to all my high school graduates, 
Welcome to the part of your life where you drink excessively, maybe do coke, and experiment sexually after a night out with strangers. Or, um, you know, college, so sorry to any parents that listen to this. But ah, yes, it is that time of the year. The class of now 2020, gee, fuck, I'm old. The class of 2022 is in the glorious tweener period of their newly minted adulthood. They're finally free from the shackles of high school hallways. Maybe they're moving away to a new part of the state or the country, right, for exploration of their minds and their bodies. You get free food every fucking weekend at grad parties. You get a shit ton of money from relatives that they swear that you swear they're going to use for books instead of dollar vodka Red Bulls at their local university's dive bar. But soon it's going to get real. Very real, in fact. Whole worlds will be flipped upside down. There will be lots of emotions, memories, tears, and other things will surface up. You might end up flunking out after going for a major you didn't want to do in the first place, deciding to drown yourself in $2 wells instead. The goal of this post is hopefully to prevent that from happening. And now, I originally, like I said, I wrote this list along with a mathematical way to formulate female attractiveness. Thanks, math to urban freshman in college, Sam, for doing this. As wisdom to pass on to my friends in the grade below me as they made the transition, and my family members, like I said before. Some said it was the worst, and some said it was the greatest gift they'd received at their graduation party. I'll preface by saying that I didn't have the traditional college experience. I didn't get into the college I wanted to at the beginning of freshman year, so I went to a satellite campus at that university for a year. And it was awful. Turns out being a young 18-year-old in a place where clowns, remember those, attempting to bomb your neighborhood and your other neighborhood neighbor getting sexually assaulted while you're on Christmas break can be quite a taxing experience. Not to mention that I didn't meet anyone or had any friends within 45 minutes, and that kind of sucked too. More fuck-ups followed, but that's the whole point of this list. This list is not going to prevent you from failing. The reason for that is because it's going to happen whether you would like it to or not. So you may as well swallow your ego and get ready for the uppercut. However, what I think this list can do is provide awareness. So let you know what's going to happen before it happens. Maybe to make things a little bit easier to deal with when they inevitably do happen. Even to lighten things up on the walls when the walls are closing in on you and hint they were most likely not closing in on you most of the time. These keys have all helped me and I hope they all help you. Congratulations. Open your mind, own the day. We'll say it again at the podcast. Graduates, every single one. Another one, DJ Khaled voice. Key number one, chase the struggle first. Everything else will follow. I know your parents told you things like follow your dreams or chase your passions. Well, I'm here to tell you that's all a dump truck of horse shit. You don't get what you want. You don't get what you dream. And I'm not sorry for telling you. But you shouldn't be sorry either. You decided to embark on this next phase of your life because you felt like you can embrace the struggle that comes with it. College is hard. It's just as hard as everyone tells you it is, perhaps more so. This pertains to everything in life and especially everything in college. From what major you pick to who you date to who you choose to surround yourself with, it will show up everywhere. Think about that struggle long and hard. If it's truly what you want, everything else will spawn from it. Never divert your attention from your chosen struggles for anything irrelevant. If it really means that much to you, you'll make it happen. If not, you will find out harshly and quickly, and I prefer that you don't let that happen. Key number two, know your strengths and weaknesses. And this one seems pretty basic, but basic doesn't equal easy. It hardly ever does. You may have a general grip of what these are, but if you're like most, it's all kind of ambiguous at this point. So... Before you come to college, sit down with the people you trust, preferably your family, because they know you the best, whether you want to admit it or not, and formulate a plan on how to address your strengths and weaknesses. A lot of people focus on how to improve their weaknesses, but do not neglect your strengths. 
They're your leverage points, the things that amplify everything else. Don't do this in your head. Get a piece of paper or buy a shitty internet domain blog like I did, <laughs> and a writing utensil or a computer, and write them down. Be specific. In doing this, you'll be more prepared for the culture shock you'll receive when you first get to campus, and also will help you be centered, focused, and grounded. Key number three, talk to your family. For a lot of you, leaving your family will be one of the hardest things you go through in your life. It certainly was for me. I cried like a baby for hours when my family dumped me in my new apartment. It's okay to feel emotions. However, it's not okay to dwell and be consumed by them. And the easiest way to help this is to talk to your family early and talk to them often. I remember when I had my first... Oh, God, that was a long time ago. I really feel old now. I remember when I had my first Twitter and I saw a tweet that said something in the essence of, quote, In high school, I didn't tell my mom I was doing keg stands and staying out until 4 in the morning. I just texted her five minutes ago telling her I had a single chicken strip for lunch this afternoon, end quote. And, you know, to be real, this basically sums it up. When you're around your family for the first 18 years of your life, you take so many things for granted, even if it's the little things like how many chicken strips you had for lunch. Even if you don't have the best relationships with them, find some time in your week to talk to them, even if you don't really have anything important to say. I had and still have a weekly FaceTime with my parents every week on Sunday at 8 o'clock. My sister makes sure I keep my end of the bargain. When the shit hits the fan, they'll be there when no one else will. Make sure to tell them about your chicken strips. Key number four, know when to take your L's. They're going to happen. You just need to know the best place to take them. This key is essentially about damage control. You're going to be so overwhelmed with so much in your first year that you're going to find it near unbelievable. And that's the point, because college is hard, remember? Know your curves, drops, and important events to try to mitigate all the risk you can. Additionally, know all of your events in your social life, too. Greek life, what nights you and your friends go out, etc. Make a plan and know that when your L's happen, it's not the end of the world. It's not a punch in the face. It's just the reality of life saying hi to you. Key number five, reach out. This is one of the most important things you can do when you get to college. It's not high school. You haven't known the vast majority of these people for most of your life. You may, you may be feeling overwhelmed by the size of the university, your lack of social footing, or a million other things. But guess what? They all are too. So reach out. Make the move. Step. Find things you enjoy and you will find people who you enjoy. If you like, if you like volunteering, join a student organization that volunteers. You will find people who are in the same boat as you and you may like them. It's the same with every single thing you enjoy doing. It's the easiest way to make connections and friends, yet so few people take the initiative to do so. Don't be one of those people. Key number six, all things in moderation. It's college. Part of the experience is having the freedom to do and try all sorts of exciting new and new things, except for basalt, so stay away from those. However, too much of a good thing is always a bad thing. It can lead to some very bad consequences, so plan ahead and be mindful of all things and doing all things. Key number seven, manage your time. This is perhaps the most important key of them all. A lot of people that tell you that college is about learning new things and gaining knowledge, and that's wrong. College is about one thing above all other things, learning how to be an adult. 
I would argue in my experience that the biggest part of being an adult, and I'm only 24, so take this with a grain of salt if you want to, is managing your time effectively. Know how much time you need to eat, sleep, study, and put on makeup. Know when things are due and when you need to start them. Merges with key number four and you should be in good shape. Key number eight, you're small. Don't give a fuck what other people say about your smallness. Once you get on a college campus, you realize how incredibly insignificant you and others are in the grand scheme of things. While it might sound harsh, it's actually quite a liberating realization. Just as there are a lot of people who don't like you, there will be a lot of people that will be very, that will be very similar. So why even bother giving a fuck about someone who doesn't like you when you know that they're just as small as you are? Embrace your smallness and you will embrace yourself. Don't run from it. Key number nine, be grateful. Perhaps the most stunning realization that you will come across when you're away at school is that you will most likely have it a lot better than most of the kids you meet. A lot of kids come from shitty lives with shitty families from shitty areas. When you feel about complaining about something, always look for optimism in your life instead of dwelling on pessimism. Think of your reference points for all the people that are around you. Remember your smallness and their collective smallness. Key number 10. No one is ever out of your league. You're on an even playing field in college, so you may as well shoot for the moon and try to hit it big. You'll surprise yourself at how well you can do. Men. There's a reason why all the hot girls at the end of the bar don't have any men around them. It's scary to talk to attractive women. Rise above your fear and see what happens. You may shock yourself. Ladies, there's a reason why men go up to women in bars and not the opposite. It's traditionally been the socially normal thing to do. But let me tell you, when it happens in reverse, good things happen 99% of the time. If you see an attractive guy, swallow your fear and pull the trigger. Good things will usually happen. Key number 11. A college education is no substitute for self-education. They don't like when I tell you this one. There's a reason why Goodwill Hunting said that the Harvard Trust Fund douche wasted $150,000 in education that he got, could have got for $1.50 in late charge at the local fucking library. I'm not telling you the college is a waste of money, even though I think this has changed now, and I do think it is, but I don't think it's a total waste of money for some people. It might be, it might not be. But I am telling you that there's a gap between shit that goes on in the classroom and shit that they'll never teach you. It's your job to identify that shit and learn it. The best way to do this is by reading books. Glue and paper, none of that e-reader bullshit. I read a book a week when I was writing this. I read a book every two weeks last week. I'm probably going to read more than a book a week this year, but I know it's not for a lot of people. So try to start with a book a month. Read recommended lists on the internet. Or, you know, mine is always a great place to start as well. Don't read this blog.com. This is perhaps the most important key, so use it well. Key number 12, identify your morals and values. Major key, DJ Khaled voice. This is an incredibly hard thing to do, even more so while you're in college. This, they will change. Mine did, but at least you can identify the basics. Identifying what is important to you will identify the rest of your life. So make sure to do it before you go on to the biggest platforms change so far in your life. They will get you through good and bad if you do it right. So do it right.
Key number 13, learn to be tolerant of more things. Now, this has changed with my perspective on intolerance, changing selective intolerance. So what I say here is the more tolerant you are, the more joy you will find out of life. Try to open your mind and find those things. If your mind is open, your capacity to fill your emotions, the optimism is also open. Don't miss that opportunity. I think that's correct. But also, this is basically going back to key number 12, know your morals and values. Know your values and respect other people's values. This is the big thing here. So selective intolerance. Be tolerant to, uh, be intolerant when adopting your own values and not someone else's values, but allow those values to coexist as well. That's comparative value advantage. So be very tolerant of your perspective of other people's values. Don't immediately demean someone for thinking differently than you, but don't adopt everything as well because you have to be your own sovereign person. That's what I need to say. Okay. So that key needs to be altered a little bit. So practice selective intolerance. Key number 13. Key number 14. You're here to get a degree, not an A in calculus. Now, don't mistake this as a pass for sitting on your ass doing nothing. I've seen a lot of people fold because of a bad grade. Always remember to be honest with yourself and try your best. Whatever you get, you get. When you go out looking for a career, the last thing employers want is to look at your transcripts, at least the good ones. So keep perspective. And key number 15, have fun. Think about it. This is the last part of your life, and now I can tell you this as an adult, where you get to fully enjoy being a kid and not have to constantly worry about hashtag adulting all the time. So enjoy it. That's it. All right, so those are the 15 keys to surviving and thriving in college, at least in my opinion. I would love to hear any different perspectives, anything else that's going on. But once again, to all of the people that are listening to this, reading this potentially, hopefully, don't read this blog.com again, congratulations, sincerely. It's a big deal. So try to stick to these. Make your own keys up. If you think mine are bullshit, don't even listen to them anyway. But again, congratulations. Own the day. Open your mind. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you next week. Stopping, hopping like a rabbit When I take the Nina Ross, you know I got to have it I lay back in the cut, retain myself Think about the shit and I think it well How can I mix my grip? And how should I make that nigga straight?